0: The Little Matter of Perception Last Wednesday was my 60th birthday and all my dear ones were here Especially my kids and grandkids, and it was such a joyful celebration. But I can't help thinking how wrong it almost went. It started over a year ago, one ordinary Wednesday. My husband was at the office. Who was ringing the doorbell at this hour? I grumbled as I located my errand slippers and shuffled off to the door. It was the courier guy with a largish box addressed to me. I wasn't expecting anything, but I signed his form and thanked him, never knowing the storm he'd unleashed in my placid life. I phoned my husband and asked him if he'd ordered something for me as a surprise. But no, he hadn't. I said, never mind. We'd open it together in the evening. I placed it on the dining table and gave it a few loving pats through the day. Evening came And I received my husband at the door with the usual peck on the cheek and standing where he was, he could see the box. So you didn't open it, he said, smiling roguishly. And I pounced on him immediately. You sent it, you devil! It's been tormenting me all day. Come on, let's open it, let's open it. But no, said he. Honestly, he hadn't. I opened it and we both peered in. There were many smaller bundles inside. I ripped into them and exclaimed loudly as I opened them. They were special products for my curly hair. A brand I'd contemplated trying out. This was the whole caboodle. Shampoo, conditioner, serum, mousse. I was ecstatic. I berated my husband happily. You liar, don't tell me it's not from you. Who else would know? But his face was puzzled and my excitement dried up. It's not from me, love, he said. There must be a card. I rummaged through every scrap inside and outside that box, but there was no indication of the sender. My husband teased me that I had a secret admirer and I flapped my hand dismissively at him. But it was certainly a mystery. I pushed the box away. Perhaps we'd get an answer in time. But the next Wednesday... The doorbell rang again and my heart was in my mouth in an instant as I went hurtling to the front door. It can't be, I murmured to myself. It can't be. But of course, it was. Another package, though much smaller this time. I asked belligerently, who'd sent it? But the courier guy didn't know. I told him quite categorically that in that case, I couldn't accept it. He delivered it. And madame should accept it, he insisted. Or he'd be debited for non-delivery and he really couldn't afford that. So I accepted it with major misgivings. I didn't inform my husband. I just put it on the dining table and left it there like a pariah. No loving pats en passant this time. In the evening, my husband took one look at my face and knew I was upset. I wailed at him, I refused to take it, but the courier chap said they'd dock his pay, so I had to. My husband calmed me down and opened the package himself. It was evidently a book, but it's only when he pulled the last bit of wrapping off and held it out to me that I gasped. It was an Alice in Wonderland. The thing is, I collect print editions of Alice And I didn't have this particular one. Who'd know my collection well enough to know that? I refused to even touch it. I just put my hands behind my back and walked away. I wasn't going to have anything to do with it. I heard him toss it into last week's box. How could this be happening to me? The hair products could have been a random guess. I have curly hair, so curly hair products. But this particular Alice book, this was no lucky guess. I felt totally creeped out. We brainstormed over dinner. I told him about my earlier thoughts. That the choice of this particular Alice brought the list of suspects down to exactly one. Myself. And I swore I wasn't sending myself gifts. He laughed outright and said I shouldn't let my crazy imagination run away with me. But that it was nonetheless infuriating, not least because it was upsetting me so much and he'd poke around a bit and see what he could find out. He tried, but the courier company wouldn't tell him squat. After much doing and froing, he enjoined them strictly not to deliver any more packages here on Wednesdays as we wouldn't accept them. And they assured him they wouldn't and promptly brought one around the next Wednesday. A large La Creuset casserole dish with a matched lid. Those things cost the earth! I knew and I'd always thought they couldn't possibly be worth it. Though they were beautiful in their jewel colours. This one was blue to match my blue and white kitchen which made me very angry. Who was this wretched person who knew so exactly what would delight me? The casserole joined the other stuff in the box. The next week, it was a sari in shades of my favourite colour, yellow. The next week, it wasn't a parcel, just a small envelope, so it caught me off guard. But it was a year's subscription to a magazine I'd borrowed from the library a few times and thoroughly enjoyed. The Smithsonian – these gifts were so on point, it was uncanny. But they didn't delight. Wednesdays now spread their filthy fungus of fear right through the whole week. My birthday was approaching, my 59th, and I'd never felt less like celebrating. Somehow we'd kept everything from the kids, our son and daughter, both away from home. I'd felt too embarrassed to admit that I was getting gifts from some nameless stranger. The horrid things had been piling up in and around that stupid box and I was trying to pretend they didn't exist. But every Wednesday, their pestilence spilled afresh. Though we had a regular practice of video chatting with the kids and their families, I'd really striven to keep this troublesome tale from them. But perhaps our daughter suspected something wasn't okay because she kept asking, What's new? What's new? Come to think of it, even our son had started asking that. And every Wednesday, there was a new parcel to contend with, on which I said, not a word. On the Wednesday before my 59th birthday, there was a particularly large box marked Fragile. I was seriously inclined to toss it over the balcony and be done with it. My husband opened it and I came to see what it was. Always something so appropriate that it wrenched my insides. This one was particularly convoluted. Box within box and thermocore layers to act as buffers. And finally, out comes the most exquisite stained glass Tiffany type lampshade. I just sat down with my head in my hands and wept. I'd always wanted one. And now it had come in this horrid, tainted way and I knew the whole thing was poisoned forever. We were at our wit's end. The phone rang. It was our daughter. She read my face and was instantly alarmed. What's happened, Mama? ''Why are you upset? What's bothering you?'' ''Papa, what's the problem? Tell me, Papa.'' ''I should tell you, darling, not Papa.'' ''Just give me a moment,'' I said, struggling to control my emotions. ''I really wanted to share this horrible chapter of events now. Probably she or our son could help us find a solution. We were completely out of our league.'' ''It started some weeks ago, darling.'' I've been getting some strange and unsettling gifts. We don't know whom they are from, but it's been very upsetting. She was confused. You've been getting gifts and that's upsetting you, Mama. Why should that be? Is something wrong with them? No, no, darling. That's the whole problem. They're all lovely gifts. But why should anyone send me gifts every week? Anonymously at that and they reveal too close a knowledge of my likes. It's creepy, like being stalked. You won't believe it. There's an Alice book, a yellow sari, and now even a stained glass lamp. I'm absolutely shattered. Our daughter looked as horrified as we felt. She took a deep breath and said very slowly and carefully, Mama, just think. This person or people know you very well. They know you collect Alice books. They know yellow is your favourite colour. They know you've always lusted for a Tiffany lamp and you would never buy yourself that blue Le Creuset casserole to keep out in your handsome blue and white kitchen because it's so stupidly expensive. They know you'll read every word of your Smithsonian's with fascination. Now who would know so much about you and want to send you a gift every Wednesday till a certain Wednesday 60 weeks ahead when you become exactly 60 years old? Who would know you well enough to be able to organise that but also be stupid enough to keep it anonymous and not realise that you'd imagine the worst possible scenario and work yourself up into a tizzy? Any guesses who the idiot gifters are who are trying to make up for many years of no gifts to you, Mama? So, of course, I finally guessed who they were from and I was simply beside myself with joy and relief. I wept and laughed and blew her kisses and apologised repeatedly and thanked God I hadn't tossed today's box over the balcony as I'd wanted to. She was loudly aghast at that. My husband lugged out all the gifts and I rooted through them again, this time with a heart overflowing with delight. How could it be that we were blessed with such wonderful kids and both of us parents such bloody fools? We'd never even thought it would be them. They'd never done anything like that before. Such extravagance. Sixty weeks of splendid gifts like this. It simply couldn't be conceived. My daughter rang off to inform her brother and in a few minutes he called looking really stern. Mama Where did your overactive imagination lead you? And I'm surprised at Papa. We've been wondering why you haven't said anything and checking with the courier company and tracking the deliveries online and still all quiet on the Western Front. We were wondering what was going on. But we could never have dreamed up anything like this. Who else in the whole world knows you so well? Even Papa couldn't come up with one-tenth of these ideas. There's been a lot of deep planning. I apologize profusely. And while he lectured me, I was hugging my lovely new Alice book. So he finally ran out of steam and just shook his head hopelessly at me. Do you think you can enjoy the rest of your gifts now? Otherwise, we are cancelling the plan and saving ourselves a bunch of money. I insisted there was absolutely no reason to be saving their money. And I promised to enjoy my gifts. my husband and I looked properly chastened. So for the whole year, it's been an extravagance of earthly delights. How much difference the little matter of perception makes. I've just crossed my 60th birthday, but I do declare I'm already looking forward to my 70th.